Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. Krista and I lived a season of our lives in the shadow of Mount Rainier in western Washington. And the mountain, as the locals call it, rises 14,411 feet above the Puget Sound. The mountain hosts the largest glacial mass in the contiguous United States, due in part to the massive amount of moisture that dumps there as this inland-bound Pacific Ocean air mass rises over the Cascade Divide. The mountain creates its own weather systems, known as lenticular clouds. The skyline in western Washington is dominated by the mountain's presence. I had the opportunity to climb the mountain in 1998, and my legs and lungs told me that the mountain feels as big as it looks from the bottom. And as large and dominant as the mountain is, in both geographic terms and in local conversation, it was strikingly absent from view the vast majority of the time that we lived right next to it. Western Washington is known for its damp climate. One winter, I remember losing count of the number of days in a row it rained, somewhere around 65. Can you imagine that? 65 days in a row of rain. It's gray, damp, and dark. And I'll tell you, SADS, Seasonal Affective Disorder Syndrome, That's a real thing in Western Washington. In fact, I took a vitamin D supplement while living there because I wasn't getting enough vitamin D from the sun. And all of this rain came from the nearly constant cloud cover, which obscured the mountain pretty well every day from September 15th through June 15th. I have often said that Western Washington, or the Pacific Northwest in general, is the most beautiful place on earth for three months of the year. See, you've got to endure the other nine months. Now, you're probably not surprised to know that that nobody ever questions the mountain's presence, even when it hasn't been seen for months. Its unmoving, faithful, and beautiful presence are as sure as the coming sunrise, whether the mountain is in view or not. Do you see where I'm going with this? Psalm 121 is what I want to focus on in this fifth podcast on the Psalms. And Psalm 121 invites us to look to the mountain and ask this question. Where does my help come from? Does it come from the constancy of the mountain's presence? Does it come from its glorious heights or the power of its volcanic origins? On the days I would look to the mountain and see it, 
I would think of Psalm 121. Is that where my help proceeds from? Man, I love the mountains, and Rainier is near the top of the list of mountains. Going there was a source of peace, a a kind of perspective gaining, and even an experience of worship for me. It was so clear to me that God's eternal power and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things he has made, not least of which was Mount Rainier. That's what Romans 1.20 tells us. John Calvin often spoke of creation as the theater of God's glory. And boy, oh boy, Mount Rainier is a world-class theater. Yet, is this mountain the fountainhead of my help? Psalm 121 reminds us that as magnificent as the mountain is, how much more is the architect who designed it and the artisan who formed it with his hands? Psalm 121 invites us to look up at the mountain and be reminded that as constant as the mountain is, whether it's in view or not, whether we can perceive it with our eyes or not, as constant as the mountain is, the Lord's constancy is wide awake to us. For he who keeps us will not slumber. Finally, as you take a look at Psalm 121, and I hope that you do this week, uh, that's where we are in our reading through the Bible in 2020. As you take a look at Psalm 121 this week, did you notice the repetition of that word keep? Six times in eight verses, the Lord will keep your life. Think about what you keep. And why do you keep it? Why wouldn't you just discard it or give it away? Well, obviously, because it's valuable to you. You keep something because it's valuable to you. You want to have it. You desire to have it. And Psalm 121 reminds us six times in eight brief verses that the Lord is our keeper and he keeps us. He keeps our life because we are infinitely valuable to him. He wants us. He wants to be with us. He wants to be in a relationship with us. He will never discard us. And friends, that's way better than the news being announced by Mount Rainier. The Lord is your keeper because he wants you. So keep looking to the mountains that you might regularly be reminded that your help comes from the architect of those mountains, from the artisan who formed those mountains with his hands, and the artisan who formed you with his hands, and therefore wants to keep you. Be blessed. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.